Taylor Swift did not start out thinking that she wanted to appeal to the 13 to 19 demographic of teen girls who are into country music. She was that, you know, American teenage girl who loved wearing cowboy boots and carried a guitar everywhere. So she just felt her emotions deeply and wrote songs about her life. Hello and welcome to the Brave Marketing Podcast with your host Swapna Thomas. This is the podcast for the renegades, the trailblazing leaders and the change makers who don't just have a business, it's your calling. Those of you who want to make a difference and make money but all on your own terms. I'm on a mission to show as many life coaches as possible how you can have more income, more impact and infinitely more fun by being unapologetically and bravely you and breaking all the rules. I have created 5 figure months with no paid ads, a tiny list and zero complicated sales funnels. Simplifying marketing and teaching you how to use it for good in the world is my zone of genius. With this podcast, I'm here to share weekly episodes on the soul and the strategy of marketing, mindset, money and everything online business. Let's dive into today's episode. Hello and welcome to episode 17 of the Brave Marketing Podcast. Today is going to be a fun episode because we are going to talk about one of my favorite musicians who is also a bona fide marketing genius. Yes, we are going to talk about Taylor Swift and we are going to talk about the five marketing lessons you can learn from Taylor Swift and use in your business. Taylor is also called the music industry. And that's not an exaggeration. If you haven't heard already, Taylor Swift is the first artist ever to occupy the entire top 10 of the Hot 100 on the Billboard in a single week. No other artist has done that ever, let alone a female artist. So if you don't already can gauge from all of this, I'm a big Taylor Swift fan and I love her music. I love the connection that she creates with her audience and I love everything that she does in her marketing, in her branding and her positioning. So the marketer in me gets really excited to watch all of that stuff. But the fan in me is just pure Swifty. (laughs) So let's go and let's talk about the five marketing lessons you can learn. The first lesson is to create a you niche. So you get right where marketers talk about niching down. Because if you market to everyone, you market to no one. And I agree. But there is a problem. Most coaches get really entangled with getting their niche perfect. I have seen so many brilliant business owners completely sabotaging their growth because they are obsessed with getting their niche and their messaging perfect. That perfect messaging or that perfect niche does not exist. And let me give you an example from Taylor Swift's brand and, you know, this entire empire that she has created. Taylor Swift did not start out thinking that she wanted to appeal to the 13 to 19 demographic of teen girls who are into country music. She was that sweet, likable, you know, American teenage girl who loved wearing cowboy boots and carried a guitar everywhere. So she just felt her emotions deeply and wrote songs about her life. Then post the whole Kanye West episode, 
If you don't know about that, Google it. You'll find everything about that. And the incessant scrutiny of her capability as an artist led her to really claim her voice and speak her mind. So as she matured as a young woman, her songs, while still mostly about love, became more and more unapologetic and strong. And then over a period of time from being completely apolitical to addressing patriarchy, LGBTQ issues, women's rights to their bodies and so many more social issues, Taylor just started speaking her mind in her music, in the videos that she was creating, right? Today, her audience ranges from 8 to 80. She talks about love. She talks about heartbreak. She talks about magic. She talks about politics, social issues, and everything in between. And she sets the boundaries of how she uses social media. And yet, she is intently connected to her audience. And she includes their suggestions. And you will be hard-pressed to find fans as loyal as Swifties. That is the power of creating a you niche. It evolves as you evolve. It makes room for the human in you. Instead of boxing you in, it liberates you. It creates a fiercely loyal and engaged audience. So if you want a fail-proof niche, just become as you as you possibly can. Do what lights you up. Talk about what you cannot shut up about and be who you are truly meant to be. So that was lesson number one. Lesson number two is to focus on the craft more than anything else. Here is the thing. Dog poop rolled in glitter is still gonna smell, right? So if you are not good or rather great at what you do, no amount of sparkly marketing is going to create a long-term brand. And that is Taylor's USP. She has always put her songwriting, her craft, and her storytelling above everything else. This is why her songs feel equally relatable to a teenager or a 60-year-old. Every album is crafted with intention, with love, and she constantly pushes her own artistic boundaries. So as a coach, your marketing can only amplify the incredible work you do with your clients. But if you start prioritizing marketing over delivering or creating value for your clients or creating connection with your clients, then it won't be sustainable. Referrals and clients who keep re-signing with you is your biggest treasure. So focus on your craft over everything else. The third marketing lesson is to repurpose old content. So if you are not a Swifty like me, you might not know that Taylor is re-recording six of her albums because her artistic rights were not respected. Again, you can Google the whole thing. Uh, but as she brings out the Taylor's version of the old albums, she still gives them the rock star treatment. So while the lyrics and the tunes might be the same, she re-records them with a new vibe, creates out-of-the-world music videos for them, shares her personal history with the song and what it means to her. Basically, she makes her audience fall in love with the same album and the same songs all over again. And just as an, you know, side note, I talked about creating an incredibly loyal audience who are connected to her as an artist. So true Swifties have stopped listening to the older versions of her albums and they only listen to 
and share the Taylor's version of the albums so she can get all the benefit, you know, from her new music. That's the level of fandom that she has. Tell me which other artist enjoys this level of loyalty. But apart from the re-records, Taylor also repeats her biggest hits at all her concerts. I think she has played one of her songs called Love Story 189 times in her concerts. And she has just announced a brand new tour and I bet she's going to perform it again there. Not because she's running out of music, but because she knows it's a fan favorite. People love to sing along with it and it has eternal popularity. So are you leveraging your content or do you create it once and then forget about it? Are you playing your greatest hits and I mean greatest post again? How many ways are you using your content and reusing your content? One of my favorite posts that I wrote was how to use one piece of content in seven different ways and sell your offer with it. And I definitely repost all of my content at regular intervals. And I'll invite you to do the same if you're not doing that already. Okay, let's go to number four. Lesson number four is creating hype, intrigue and teasing your audience. This is honestly Taylor's zone of genius. No other artist creates this level of intrigue around her album releases. Her fans love finding Easter eggs in her videos for future releases. She has spent her entire career as a puzzle master and I think it started when she was still a young country singer and she was filling her album liner notes with coded messages in the lyrics. But now it has gone to a level where Taylor cannot go on an interview or give a speech or release any music where her fans are not feverishly looking for clues and hidden messages. And the best part is they always find them because she actually listens to them, right? So she puts all of those things for her because she knows that just gets her fans completely engaged. So Taylor hardly uses her social media accounts on account of her mental health, but she's a master at using her platforms to create unparalleled hype around her new albums. Even the way she just pulled out numbers from a bingo wheel to announce the song title from her new album got everyone talking about what could this title mean, who was it referencing. So this is why her latest album sold 1.2 million copies within three days and had 186 million Spotify streams on day one, which basically crashed Spotify. Now, while all of us might not be able to be this level of mastermind and create this kind of intrigue, but even if we did a little bit of tease, a hype sequence in our emails and creating engagement in our audience and really getting them along in the journey, you will have warm audience who is curious, excited and ready to buy. So start thinking about how can you bring this level of intrigue hype and creating a sense of teasing in your marketing. Okay, so the final lesson is very simple. Have fun. It's simple, but probably the most important. Taylor obviously loves creating her music, but if you see any of her behind the scenes stuff, she also has a lot of fun creating customer engagement and marketing her music. Side note, if you haven't watched Miss Americana, the documentary on Taylor Swift on Netflix, definitely catch it. It's amazing. So like I said, this lesson is simple. 
make your marketing fun. If you're not having fun in your marketing, your audience is not going to have fun in your marketing. Anything that feels like a chore or it feels like something that you must do or you should do, take it out of your to-do list or just outsource it, right? When it comes to marketing, create that sense of playfulness, that sense of fun in your marketing because when you start having fun with it, it completely reflects in your vibe. It completely reflects in your energy and your audience catches that and your audience responds to that. So have fun in your marketing and let me know what are the ways that you like to have fun in your marketing or are you having fun in your marketing right now or not? So these were the five lessons, marketing lessons from Taylor Swift. It's a short and sweet episode, but I think it will give you a lot of food for thought. And um, after you have done listening to this episode, go and listen to the Midnight's album. It's the best ever. You're going to love all the songs, especially Antihero. I think it's um, a song for everyone who has, you know, our brains are constantly telling us that we are the problem. And that song really catches that feeling. And, you know, it reminds that we are not alone. Everyone feels like that. So that was the episode, guys. I hope you had fun. And I will see you guys next week with a brand new episode. Stay brave. That's the episode for today. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I am thrilled to have you as part of the Brave Marketing community. Because this podcast is still brand new, it would mean so much to me if you could leave a five-star review as that will make it easy for other brave hearts to find this podcast and grow our community of rule breakers. Until next time, have a brave week ahead.